want to get on the action, we want to hear from you. Hit us up, faderoutemail at gmail.com. Slide in our DMs on IG at faderoutepodcast. Drop us a DM on Twitter at faderoutednz. Comment on our YouTube channel, The Fade Route with DNZ. Questions, comments, picks, segment suggestions, you name it, we want to hear from you. Get at us in crowd. Order up! Alright boys and girls, it's time for us to order up. Order up, order up. This week, we are ordering up our top five teams who got better through the draft last week. From five to one, who you got, D? Yeah, so I'm just going to start off with my team, and I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens, man. I uh, I appreciated what they did last week in regards to signing Lamar and then drafting Zay Flowers, who I felt was the best, one of the best wide receivers in the draft in the first round. I still want to see them get D-hop, but I give them an A. Um, number four, I have Seattle, man. They got the best corner in the draft at five. Then they added a third wide receiver from Ohio State at, at, at number 20. And so now they got their offense got better and their defense got better. Number three, I have the Atlanta Falcons. I think B. John Robinson is the truth. I think he's going to help the Falcons compete for the South title this year. And I think he will be in conversations for rookie of the year. Number two gotta appreciate what the Texans did um you know we would we assume they would get the quarterback but you know coming back on you know trading back up to snag Will Anderson Jr well played Casera well played and number one I can't imagine you have a different team but man the Eagles they traded for DeAndre Swift they landed Jalen Carter at nine and then they got the edge rod, rod, rusher Nolan Smith from Georgia later later in the draft. Yeah, I I have to imagine they're going to win the East again. What do you got, Z? I mean, all great choices, and it's very difficult to argue with the Eagles at number one. And you didn't even mention the DeAndre Swift trade. No, I did. I did. That was you did. That was the first so, thing you said. Yeah. Yeah. So that is a major major coup by Howie Roseman, especially once the the Lions revealed that, you know, they were going to take Gibbs at number 12. It's like, you, what are you going to do? What, what can I offer you? A ham sandwich? Okay, you can have you, you can have DeAndre Swift. But I got to say, <sighs> number five, I I'm going with the Falcons on the strength of Bijan Robinson, but this could very well be a one-person draft. You know, like they already got a thousand-yard rusher; they already did. So we'll see if he's that important. But like, undeniably, the talent is there. So. The Falcons are just on the edge for me. Number four, I like what the Steelers did. You know, they moved up to take the offensive tackle. They took Darnell Washington with tight end. So they they have a a few pieces there that I I do like. Like, 
you know, Joey Porter Jr. is who he is. Trash. Well, I mean, we'll see. He's got the NFL pedigree. Now, we'll see what he becomes at the next level. But, I mean, you pick up two solid players. And even Herbig from Wisconsin, he has the potential to be good. So, you know, I don't I don't bet against Coach Tomlin. And I don't bet against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Number three... I like the Giants. I like what they did. You know, they needed a speed receiver. They got Jalen Hyatt from Tennessee. They needed a corner. They got Deontay Banks from Maryland. Like they got more help along the offensive line. They brought in another defensive tackle. Like they were trying to address the glaring hole in their defense, which was their secondary. They picked up Eric Gray. What's he going to be? Who knows? Maybe he's just a kick returner. But, uh, you know, I, I definitely like that the Giants are trying to address the holes. And they've certainly been able to, you know, improve that wide receiver core, which was terrible last year in terms of, of depth. You have eight or nine guys potentially winning jobs in practice, in training camp. So we'll see what happens there. Number two, you got to love what the Texans did. Right? You were able to move back up to number three, right? When nobody, nobody in a million years earmarked the Texans for three, right? Oh, it's going to be the Colts, or it's going to be the Raiders, or, you know, who knows? Sneaky move by Casario. Sneaky, sneaky. You got your quarterback. You got an edge rusher. Edge rusher. You, have, you actually have two, because Dylan Horton, who knows what Dylan Horton's going to be? But you got a few pieces from Alabama, you got another wide, you have two more wideouts, more help along the offensive line. If you're going to rebuild and rebuild quickly, stockpile those picks and start getting bodied. And that is what the Houston Texans did. Right? You can't argue with it. Now, let's see what it turns into once they take the field. And then number one, yeah, what more can you say about the Philadelphia Eagles? It's an embarrassment of riches that got even more embarrassing, right? They needed a running back. Did they go draft him? No, they just went and got DeAndre Swift. Did they need help defensively? Probably a little bit. They went and got Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith. Did they need help on the offensive line? Maybe a little bit. They went and got Tyler Steen from Alabama. They're, they know what they're doing. Howie Roseman has demonstrated time and time again that he knows what he's doing. And you can't, you can't discount him, right? At this point, I think he has demonstrated above and beyond how good he is as a GM. And this team is still loaded for bear. Thanks for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you like what you heard and want to hear more, be sure to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Rate us five stars. Leave us a review. Turn on subscription notifications and tell your friends. Spread the word. Spread it wide.